Welcome to Wanna Be Apostle Podcast, where we want to be apostles, but instead we just talk about it a lot. Welcome, listeners. My name is Jackson Moser, and I'm your host, and I'm joined by my awesome co-host today, Israel Izzy Alfaro. Yo, 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 yo. And Elijah Guzman. What's up, man? How y'all doing today, boys? Good, man. I'm good. It's summer, man. I've got my floral shirt on still. I'm so sweating. You're still sweating? It's hot. <laughs> you haven't changed your shirt? No. <laughs> Dang. Izzy, do you stay in a perpetual state of sweating? Oh, unfortunately. Oh yeah. Unfortunately. Don't, a- don't ask Israel before a service to go run to grab something that we need. Because he'll come back needing a new shirt. And then you get on stage and the lights are just blasting. Oh my goodness. Last night. A lot of people um, might think, I don't know, but I assume that when I'm either playing the bass (laughs) or playing guitar, that I'm just really into worship because I have my eyes closed. It's just the sweat in my eyes. (laughs) I can't open it because it it burns my eyes. We're recording this on a Thursday, and last night we had our student worship night, and I don't know what it was. I guess they didn't turn the air air conditioning on, but it was so hot. And I was just like telling a story. I wasn't like super animated last night walking across the stage. Like I was straight up reading off my iPad, and I was sweating profusely (laughs) because it was so hot. Welcome summer in Clarksville, Tennessee. My goodness. Finally. Well, listen, we always want to start our episodes before we get, uh, before we take off and get to our cruising altitude for the duration of the podcast um, and recognize some of our followers on Instagram. And so we want to recognize the first business that yes. followed us um, on our Instagram account. This is Mugsy Coffee Co., which is a local coffee shop in, uh, in Clarksville, Tennessee. Yeah. You can follow them and their business on Instagram at Mugsy underscore Coffee. Coffee, yeah. yeah. So Muggsy Coffee Co., thank you for the follow. Thank you for the support. Um, yeah. They have amazing coffee. You've had uh, it. Yes. Okay. When I was stationed at Fort Campbell, they're stationed yeah. right at, I think, Gate yeah. uh, 2 or Gate 3 okay. something in that area. Yeah. Um, great coffee. Cool. So Very good. I, I, I confess, I haven't had it yet. And it's surprising for me because... Is you can attest, I'm a I'm an avid coffee drinker. Right, I drink a lot of coffee. Right, but we're also settled in downtown Clarksville, yeah. um, Fort Campbell yeah. is a little ways, but yeah. we'll make the trip. Yeah, you and know, we'll, and, yeah. and I live on towards Nashville. Yeah, more, um, and so that would just be kind of like oh, way reason, yeah. out of the yeah. way for but me we'll, to try to get down. But we'll get there. Yeah, we'll maybe get we'll there. even record a podcast mm. there. Whoa, yeah. What do you think about that? That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, whatever, whoever keeps following us will keep shouting you out. Yeah, that's right. Out there, and maybe you want to work with us. Hey. Ooh. 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 I don't know about that. Maybe. Why not? Why not? Yeah, we could probably do a podcast there. I don't know. Hey. Yeah, who knows? Free coffee? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, so uh, the other thing, listeners, is we, we want to continue to recognize you guys and your support and encouragement for us in the podcast, but we also want to interact with you. And yeah. so we love when you guys send us comments. We, we get comments on our inbox daily. I would say, um, comments or questions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we want to encourage you guys to keep doing that. We yeah. want to, we try to respond to all yeah, of we're those doing our as best fast to respond. as we can. Um, but so, yeah, so keep, keep sending, sending us direct messages on Instagram. We're on Facebook yes. now, so you can follow us, follow our page on Facebook. Um, but we also have, um, our email. If you just, if you're old school and you want to straight up send us an email, uh, that would be awesome as well. We want to, again, we want to continue to, to have this conversation, to open it up for dialogue and to con- continue to foster, um, this digital community because it's awesome and we yeah. love doing it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Cool. So. Yeah. So um, our topic for today, uh, just very explicitly, 
is uh, is vocation and calling. And this is something that's really important because mm. in my experience, um, especially recently, so, so listeners, for you guys out there, I've only been in the church world for a little under a year. So I've not been in it a lot, but what I've noticed now that I'm working very, very, very closely and directly with volunteers is that I, I think, I have a hunch, I have a suspicion that perhaps a lot of the people who volunteer, and not just volunteer, but, mm. but they're like your A plus, 110% volunteers yeah. that are at everything, are super committed, super supportive, like you know just go all out i wonder if there's ever if they have ever have an inkling of a feeling like they missed out on their calling mm. wow. oh that's so good yeah you know i think so a couple episodes ago we had um we had one of our friends who who's a, a mentor to all of us dr chad scarborough um and and i remember having a conversation with him recently about a guy that goes to goes to the kirkwood campus he's very very involved out there who who who's a business leader and he is a very very wealthy businessman um he has he has a, like a global like on a yeah. global scale yeah. business leader businessman multi-million dollar like you know well, very, very wealthy, but he's one of those guys that's like all drop of a hat. He'll be anywhere you need him to be doing whatever you need him to wow. do. And so, so in this conversation that we had, there was a little bit of suspicion or a little bit of just like, I wonder if he feels like maybe at one point in his life, God was calling him to something mm. and he shut the door on it. And now he feels like he's got to make up for that in some way by his level of involvement in, wow. in the church there. Right. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, I believe that the more you prepare yourself, the more you maybe even educate yourself, the more you can serve God. This okay. gentleman that you're talking about, uh, you know who I'm talking about? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I believe this gentleman now that he's at this place where he is, uh, maybe financially, maybe, uh, he has the free time to do what he can, mm. uh, to serve, uh, it's more accessible for him to do it now. Mm. And uh, mm. maybe he can bring more resources to the table, bring okay. a, uh, a good more knowledge yeah. to the table mm. as he can work globally, as he has the experience, mm -hmm. um, not only working just here in Middle Tennessee, but working around the world. Mm -hmm. um, maybe, you know, what he did and in, in the track he took and uh, is allowing him to serve at the capacity he is serving now. Mm -hmm. I think, like, also is... The reason why he, you, Pastor Chad, maybe seen that he has making up for missing his calling. Mm -hmm. Maybe if that's the case, what if he just didn't know what his calling was? Maybe he didn't know how to figure out what his calling was. Hmm. You know, that's a yeah. question that we have to ask: is how do, how do how do how do we yeah. say how yeah. do we discern that? Because maybe that if what if he discerned his calling beforehand? Could have changed the trajectory of his life and sure. his involvement in yeah. what God really so calls think, him. So, do you think there's criteria? Criteria to discern. Discern. I think there's ways of listening. Okay. And understanding. Tell me more. I think like um. So I read a book. I wish I remember it, but um, uh, it's about helping somebody find their vocation or calling. And mm -hmm. what it says, one of the things is like, um that voice that's in you that's calling you to do something, mm -hmm. um, it's the loudest when you're a child. Okay. Hmm. But over time, things get compounded over that mm -hmm. and blocks it and then okay. makes it harder to hear. And I think 
understanding who you are as a person that sure. the Elijah, yeah. the you know that Elijah that God made instead of what society tells me who uh-huh, I am, uh-huh. that voice, yeah. that maybe if I could be able to hear that again, then maybe I could find out what God has instilled into me in that beginning, that true voice of who I'm meant to be. But I'm not a child. I'm not a child. So am I am I now at a disadvantage? Are you now? Yeah, right. Am I a disadvantage? Let's say that I missed my calling and I firmly believe that I'm exactly where God wants me to yeah. be. But let's say for people who are, you know, 25 yeah. years old and they've just graduated yeah. college and they have a degree in I don't know, mechanical engineering, but now all of a the sudden they're they're maybe hearing this voice from God saying go into this field or go into that. Yeah. Like, is it too late now that they've graduated college? Or maybe we've got a, a listener who's forty years old or fifty years old and he's been he's he's a career man, you know, and he's been doing this thing. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been on the grind doing as best as he can, trying to climb the ladder, blah, blah, blah. But but he but has he it's missed not, out? Has I, he missed out? No, because I'll I'll speak on my okay. journey, my okay. testimonies. Yeah. You know, I in 2013 I joined the military. Right, and that's about I was 25. Okay, and I just felt a call to serve. Right, in one way. Right, but before that, when I was a teen, I knew God had called me mm-hmm. to do something for His kingdom. Okay, but I suppressed that. You know, I didn't want to do that. Okay, you know, I saw what my grandfather went through as a minister. Right, the tough times. Right, I was afraid of that. Sure. But I still felt the call, so I decided, you know what, let me just serve. That's a way of, you know, call serving, so sure. let me serve the military. I right. served the military. But it didn't happen the way I wanted it. Mm-hmm. You know, I immediately mm-hmm. go in. What? T- tell me how you felt. Like, like how did you know this just it's not? Isn't... Well, one was what happened was, was like, I stepped foot, I did boot camp, and mm-hmm. I did AIT, which is a training mm-hmm. for your job to right. prepare you when you become active Right. Military personnel. Well, I was physically fit. Mm-hmm. I was the best I've ever been. The skinniest, running, doing all that, physically fit. Right. The moment I stepped foot on Fort Campbell, mm-hmm. I couldn't run. Mm-hmm. I had knee issues. I had back issues. Mm-hmm. I had ankle issues. I fractured my ankle. All these things right. that was like, why? Why? I'm trying right. to be the highest ranking person I could possibly be. Right. And then it just stopped me in my tracks to say, this is what I need you to focus on. Mm. And I'm, what was it? Then mm-hmm. I was like, in that moment of being in despair, I was like, let me look for a church. You right. know? Or like, let me go, let me seek more of God. And then mm-hmm. things started to open up. Like, right. maybe this is not what I need to do. What is it? And then through that process, I was able to find out that God was like, that's not where I want you to serve. Mm-hmm. I want you to serve for me right. in ministry. Right. And then that was the moment. Like, things happened, mm-hmm. and I had to be aware of that happening right but in, early in my life i wasn't letting that i wasn't wanting to be aware i was shutting it out and then it got to the point where i it was starting to hit me where i was like okay mm-hmm. and i listened i let my ego i let mm-hmm. everything loose and i let god mm-hmm. really speak into my life and, right. and that voice what i knew when i was a child that i was supposed to be doing in ministry right i heard it mm-hmm. loud and mm-hmm. i was like this is what i have to do right mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that man yeah. seriously uh, I'm a little bit younger than, than my brother Elijah. Um, I joined the Army right out of high school. Mm-hmm. I graduated end of May. I left uh, to Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri for boot September. Camp. Yeah, for, for boot camp. Yeah, boot camp, basic training, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I wanted to just leave my hometown. I wanted to leave 
amazing California because I wanted to start my life. Did you have a sense of calling on your life prior to joining the military? 100%. And what was that calling? To serve the Lord, to serve in a church, to go to, uh, to, go to school, basically. Okay. But um, there, there, in life, there's a lot of factors. Sure. Mm. You know, if, if God calls me to go to school... I'm going to go to school, and I know he will, he will provide the financial and, and all the, the money you have to pay to the schools, because schools is not cheap. Mm. But I also realized my parents had no money to, yeah, to pay for my true. school, yeah. and uh, that was my way out. The, mil- the military yeah, would provide. The, the military would provide, but that was also my way out of like, hey, God, maybe that's not what you called mm, me to do, mm, so I'm trying mm. to put excuse did, after excuse. Did you wrestle with that calling? Oh, like, yes. Okay, okay. I wrestled. I had a... Many influential men uh, and leaders that I looked up to who said, man, the military is great. And we, we know give him a shout out. <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to, dude, to uh, He's on. my pastor. There he is. Yeah. Shane DeLisi yeah. from, uh, from California. He's actually graduating May 4th. So tomorrow oh, wow. with his master's. Yeah, talk about graduations. Yeah. Uh, his master's in uh, theological education or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, something that I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he said, hey, man, the Army's great. Yeah. Because we, uh, Southern California, there's a lot of Marines. Right. We love the military. We love all that. Was but he I, in the military? No, no. he wasn't. Okay. But a lot of men who were my leaders were sure. active duty Marines. Right. And he said, hey, the Lord has called you to something else, is he? I, we truly believe the Lord has... And I said, well, okay, I'm still going to join the <laughs> Army. Thank you. Thanks, but... Wait, it's not that I didn't want to listen yeah. to them, but in my head, I was yeah. like, no, yeah. I'm going to join the Army. Right. Leave my hometown, become independent. Mm-hmm. So I did. And thank God it went great. Yeah. Thank God... Um, Only uh, two shoulder surgeries. <laughs> two shoulders. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but uh, two shoulder Listeners, surgeries. If you're running from God, be prepared. Yeah, yes. go pretty well, much. And, and that's where I'm trying to go to. It went great. Uh, I was stationed in Vicenza, Italy. Yeah. Met my wife there. Right. Yeah. So it's looking good. You know, uh, uh, sent to the promotion board uh, at, right when I became a specialist or something like that. Promotion board, uh, then Fort Campbell, aerosol, everything. Mm. But then one shoulder surgery, mm-hmm. another shoulder surgery. Right. And it's not that I began to doubt. Just because things got hard, I began to doubt my, my career. But uh, I started understanding. It was more of a wake-up call. Like, hey, you have been, in this Army career, you have been doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, your plans, you want to get promoted, okay, and I allowed you, this is God speaking, I allowed you to do it. You want to go to air assault school? Okay, go ahead. For me, those are all big things. Right. Maybe if the listener, some Green Beret, man, I look up to you. I wish I was right. something. <laughs> sure. But in my sure. life, um, I wanted to accomplish those things, and I did. But then God said, hey, um, okay, you, I gave you your fun. Now right. it's now it's my turn. Yeah. yeah. Now it's uh, mm. you're gonna serve me. Yeah. And that's something that I could not fight against. Yeah. yeah. So. And he made a way. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent made a way. I mean, two shoulder surgeries allowed me to get some <laughs> some financial aid or yeah. uh, financial yeah. uh, you know help from and, the VA right. and and uh, the GI Bill. Yeah. So now, thank God, I'm I'm going to school for free. Right. Yeah. And uh, now he, it, I, I clearly have peace in right. where I'm at sure. now. Sure, sure. Yeah, for me, it's, I I felt a calling 
but I pursued that calling. Mm. Yeah. You know, I, and, and if I'm a hundred percent honest and transparent, which we'll always try to be on this podcast, I made a lot of stupid decisions in between yeah. the time when I received that calling and when I like actually stepped in and started pursuing right. that uh-huh. calling. But, but I always knew that that's what I was going to do. So, so for me, my sophomore year of high school, I went to, um, uh, I went to a retreat, a week, a week of camp, a conference. And, um, it was at that conference that I just really feel the Lord. I really felt the Lord press on my heart that I needed to go into ministry, uh, that, I, that I was going to go into full-time vocational mm-hmm. ministry. And so that was the plan. When I came right. back from that retreat, wow. from that conference, that's what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And, and I told everybody that, that I was going to go and I was going to be a youth pastor. Um, and so, so I had, you know, I had three more years of high school before I could actually start pursuing it, pursuing that formally. formally right. So I was like super involved in my youth group yeah. growing up, um, but I was also really anxious and cared a whole lot about being popular. And so I would like tell my buddies, I'm going to be a youth pastor, but I would also be like the one saying, what party are we going to? Yeah. Where we, <laughs> where, gonna, we where, we, where, where are we getting what we need to get? Yeah. And yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, and so even, even in the midst of me knowing my calling and I only applied to one college and it was a Bible college because I knew I was going to be oh, a youth pastor. Right. Um, I still made a lot of stupid decisions, but mm-hmm. I think that's one of the really cool things about vocation and about calling is that it doesn't matter how old you are and it doesn't matter the mistakes that you make or or the decisions that you do make or the decisions that you don't make. Like when God puts a calling on your life, oh, he's yeah. go- like that's going to happen. Yeah, when he calls you, yeah. Yeah, that's it. right. Yeah. And, and, and I go back to one of the loudest, like one of the most influential calls in Christendom, which was the call of Abraham. Yeah. Um, Abraham was an old man. Yeah. Yeah. And God said, pick up your crap and go where I tell you to go. <laughs> go. And it was it was Abraham who had never heard the voice of yeah. God before, listening to that and saying, okay, I'm going to go. Um, and, and decision after decision and, and time after time that God, set, that God spoke to Abraham, yeah. Abraham had the faith to listen to God. And so, so I think, Elijah, you're absolutely right. An element, a key element to calling is that you have to pick up the phone and listen. Yeah. You know, yeah. if somebody calls you, you're not gonna know what they say yeah. unless you hit the answer button. Especially yeah. like like in college. Most yeah. like I see it. You know, me I have an advantage because I'm older. Sure. You know, I know who I am. I know my personality. Yeah. I right. know how I want to dress, who I actually am. Right, right. But I could see the the kids who are coming straight from high school. Yeah. Who are now they're independent. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they're still trying to find themselves. Right. And then even changing their majors. And right. If you're one of the listeners that's contemplating changing your majors, it's okay. Yeah. But it's in that they're in that process. Like I changed my major. They're see you changing major. So it's like your process of what am I supposed I to be? It. Right. I haven't either. But like what that process is. <laughs> yes, you did. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> you changed schools. I changed schools. <laughs> I changed schools. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, thanks. <laughs> but you know, they're, they're, you're still in that process, and I think. That is where you need to, uh, for the people who are listening or who are going through their processes. Yeah. You know, there is a way f- for you to find what that calling is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, to don't absolutely. get discouraged. Yeah, I, I, um, I went into to my college, Johnson University, with a, and my degree was preaching in church leadership. And then 
after a couple converse, couple really deep, serious yeah. spiritual conversations with some important people, and yeah. and I read a book, uh, Radical, by David Platt, mm-hmm. which was a, it's a it's a heavily influential book. It was when it first came out, and it still is today. And I would encourage all of our listeners to read it if you have not yeah. listened, have not read it. Um, you should read it. Um, but I changed to nonprofit management because I, I thought, well, if you know, if ministry doesn't work out, and if I don't think I'm qualified for, it, mm. and if <laughs> if it's too yeah. competitive of a market right now, and there's all these other phenomenal preachers out there, and how can I live up to them, and blah blah blah, and so I changed, and I was like, I'll just get a business degree, play yeah. it safe, um, and look here I am look who in youth <laughs> ministry, you know. So what? it's interesting, but but hang on. You got some, you're you're telling me you got to say something, but I want to pick up on a word that you said. Process, yeah. Izzy. Tell me about process. You preached a message oh on this. Gosh. So in life, we have this thing, if we want to use that word, of process. Yeah, and it can be painful sometimes. Mm. The 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 adversities, mm-hmm. the the hard times you go through. That's the process. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just life. Mm-hmm. No, Christian or not, right? Life is hard. <laughs> life throws at you. Some things that you're not expecting, punches that you weren't seeing coming, and they hit yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah, when you least expect it. When you least expect it. Yeah. But that's the process. Mm-hmm. And then when you when you are trusting God, and this is in my personal life, I don't want to put anything on any listener, mm-hmm. but, it, it, but in my experience and what the Word of God says, when I trust God with my process, mm, come on. He allows me to find my purpose. Come on. He so allows me to find so what, what I've been called to do. Go. Yeah. Yeah, and when I find my purpose, then yeah. I can experience the God. power yes. of God. Yes, you know, I I went through the hard times. I found yeah. my purpose, and now that I know what I'm called to do, mm-hmm. He opens the Red Sea. Yeah, He we, with we, His power, I can go, and nothing can stop me. We we call that a three point homily in the preaching world. Yeah, process, purpose, power. Mm. Mm. So, but I, I think like what, what both of y'all said something, which you have people around you. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. You know, so like, who do we surround ourselves with? Right. Yeah. Right. You know, because because they're gonna sp- like if you surround yourself yeah. with the right people. I I, I spoke on uh, Exodus chapter seven last night. Yeah. Um. And I and and w- one of the questions that I posed to our students was, um, was who's your Aaron? Because God, when when God talks to Moses, He says, "Tell Aaron mm-hmm. to yeah. throw down his on, staff." Right. Up. And so the question that who's your Aaron? Yeah. Who's that guy that God has God has brought into mm-hmm. your life? Um, and you may not realize that it's God, listener. Like I don't know if you call yourself a Christian or a yeah. believer or where you're at in your faith journey. But yeah. first of all, realize we're all on a faith journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Faith can be a bunch of different things for us. It's it's Christianity, and we believe in in God's word, the Bible. But but when He's talking, the the question that I asked was, "Who's your Aaron? Who's that person that God has brought into your life to yeah. aid you, to encourage you, to equip you, to empower you, to pour into you, to give you the word that you need in the moment that you need it, so that you can make the decision that you need to make." So yeah. we all have to have Moseses, right? Right. It's just a matter of who's that Moses for you. And so I think when we're talking about calling and we're talking about vocation and we're talking about where we're going and 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 for for any of our for any of our high school middle school students when you're thinking about college for our college students who are graduating thinking about what degree you want to go where you want to end up in life whatever the case may be, you got to one of the things that I want to encourage everybody to do is think about who are the people who are the people yes. that are surrounding me right now? who are speaking truth and life and joy into my life that's helping me think about where I want to be. 100%. Yeah, I, and 
And we talked about consequences. Yeah. I know we, we were joking around with my uh, two shoulder surgeries. And the decisions we make will have consequences. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Any decision you yeah, make, good yeah. or bad, yeah. has a consequence. And uh, the point that I'm trying to make here is that good or bad, the consequence you have, and let's, let's just be honest, if you have messed up real bad, yeah. there's still hope. There's yeah, still hope. for there's, sure. For sure. If you're still living, there's still hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're 30 yeah. and now really understanding your location, there's still hope. Praise God. Still hope. You know what I mean? Or, or 60. Oh, we, 60. Can we say 60? Yeah. yeah can we say 80? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. 80, even then. Because who gets to decide the impact mm. that somebody's yeah, life makes on right. the world? And let's not get caught up of, okay, your calling was for, to graduate from mm-hmm. college. Mm-hmm. If you're 80, you you probably don't have to go to college. Right. Your, your calling was probably to, to love the neighbor right, right next, next to you. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. To uh, pour into that young lady mm-hmm. or that young man mm-hmm. who you see they're struggling with something, yeah. mm-hmm. and you have probably struggled with that, right. and you can go pour that wisdom yeah. or that hate or that warning. Right. Sometimes it's it's about standing up right. and that warning. Yeah. Well, and and I got lunch with I got lunch with a guy today um, who was a, a banker. He yeah. was in the real estate business and, and mortgage and all that kind of stuff. I don't understand that world. I'm just a pastor. <laughs> but anyways, um, and I firmly believe that his calling was was not banking. Yeah. It was not real estate. It was not, you know, being in that world. His yeah. calling that God put, it pressed on his heart, that God said, this is what you're going to do is mentor young people. Yeah. And so there are pastors today who are in their 60s, who are in their 50s, who are in their 40s, who are in their 30s, me, I'm in my 20s, who he has poured into and are now leading congregations. There's a, wow. a guy who's a pastor of a church that's right down the road from us who was mentored by this guy, this guy that I got lunch with today, yeah. 40 years ago. That's crazy. And that was his calling, was yeah. to pour into him because one day that guy is now making an impact for the kingdom of God. Mm. Wow. So. That's good. Shall we land the plane? Let's land the plane. Okay, people. we're going to land the plane. We're going to be respectful of your all's time, listeners. We thank you so much for joining in. And, and, and what would we say? We would say that it doesn't matter how old you are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what decisions you've made, right decisions, wrong decisions, indifferent decisions. It doesn't matter where you're at in life, whether you've got whether you've got uh, six kids, whether you've had six <laughs> yeah. wives, whether you've got whether you've lived in six countries or yeah. six states or wherever gone to six church, whatever the case may be, wherever you are in life, it's not too late to find your calling. And if you're living in your calling right now, praise mm, God. Yeah. If you're right in that sweet spot, if you are in your lane and you're just driving it home, doing exactly what God has called you to do, whether that's in the church, whether that's in the business world, whether yeah. that's in the teaching world, whether that's in a hospital, in the military whatever that if you're in that groove right now and you're exactly where God has put you and you're yeah. making a difference in other people's lives yeah. leaving places better than when you got there leaving people better yeah. than when you got there praise God for that yeah. we're so excited for that and for the person that's still looking that's got those questions mm-hmm. like Elijah had when he was in the military yeah. where he's like God I know you've called me to service but this just isn't it stay true yeah yeah lean into God yeah ask those tough questions Listen. Find community yeah. that yeah. you can be transparent and vulnerable yes. with, mm-hmm. and God will, God will show up. Yeah, trust the process. You'll find trust, your purpose. Trust the process, and <laughs> yeah. you'll find your purpose. Awesome. I love that. Awesome. So. 
Awesome. Well, thanks, listeners, for tuning in to another episode of Want to Be Apostles podcast. We are so blessed to have this community. Uh, Listen, we want to be just like the people in the Bible, just like the apostles of the Bible, and we're going to try our best to live that out, but most of the time we're just going to end up talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you all have a blessed day. This is Jackson, Elijah, and Izzy. We're signing out. Peace, Uh, y'all. Peace. Bye.